Hello and welcome to Nest of Folders, a podcast about being productive, or hopefully so. My name is Rosemary Orchard and I'm joined by Scotty Jackson. Hey, Scotty, how are you? Hi, Rose. Uh, being productive. That sounds that sounds neat. Uh, we should try that. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a goal. I'm good. How, how are you? Uh, I'm, I'm great. Um, and uh, before we dive into this episode, if you're new to the podcast, you can find all of our stuff at nestedfolderspodcast.com. And if you uh, want to get some, you know, bonus episodes, then you can also go to nestedfolderspodcast.com slash unnested, where we have a, a membership option with a bonus episode every month, including answering uh, specific listener questions and challenges. Um, but today is more about a challenge that everybody's been facing. Uh, namely this certain global situation called the pandemic and looking back at a year of pandemic folder nesting or nesting in folders um mm -hmm. you know i may or may not have tried to hide in a filing cabinet at one point this year um anyway um and uh yeah how how we dealt with it and how we're dealing with it with the situation clearly still not being over and uh you know this continuing to have an impact on our lives well i mean it's interesting too because here we are uh, on on the golden th anniversary of uh, nested folders, this is the the fiftieth episode, uh, as they say. Yeah, and uh, it, I think it's in really interesting to to take a look back at both you know, the different ways in which we have treated ourselves and our systems and our approach to work over the last year. Because I mean, it's funny that we use the language like the pandemic, when in reality, I think there have been a lot of different phases. For a lot of different people, too, depending on where in the world you are and where in the world um, th that, you know, the context that you have about, you know, uh, whether that has meant lockdown or whether that has meant restrictions or maybe not so much. Um, and, you know, whether you are uh, an essential worker who has been, you know, leaving the house and uh, risking your life to help pe keep people safe and fed. Um, also, thank you um, for everything that you do, if that's you. Um, or if you've been locked in your basement uh, the whole time. And uh, and so I thought it would be really interesting to... I'm looking forward to this discussion, like so we can reflect back on on what this has meant for us and, and, and how we've approached the notion of productivity through these either different phases or, you know, the onset and, and where we are now. So... I mean, I guess we start at the beginning. It seems like the very best place to yeah. start. Yeah, yeah. It, it as as you know, Julie Andrews famously sang. It definitely <laughs> is. Um, and uh, I mean, right back at the start of the pandemic. I mean, I knew it was coming, um, but I was coming over to visit my parents and pl to plan a move back to the UK. And so, um, just before lockdown hit in Austria and the UK, I flew to the UK and I kind of got stuck. So the start of the pandemic for me was me looking at, you know, the carry-on suitcase and very small backpack that I have with me going, I have two laptops, I have a microphone and a web camera, um, and, uh, two outfits and I'm in a different country to everything else, including my job. Does this mean I need to panic or not? Um, and uh, well, let's just say that you know, if if I hadn't been able to to you know talk to my boss and say I did bring a work laptop with me, it's not very powerful and it's quite small, but I can probably do my job on it for a while. Then uh, it would have been interesting. So I'm glad I had that foresight there uh, to do that. I mean, I knew that things were getting bad. I just didn't expect the situation to deteriorate as quickly. And I think that's what called a lot of people out. You know, for some people, I'm sure it felt like, you know, the first thing that they were hearing of it was, and by the way, you know, 
there's now a lockdown uh place closing you know you're not going places Mm -hmm. stuff like that and you know it's when you get taken by surprise handling things that are that is unexpected is even worse i mean unexpected things you know usually take you by surprise but there's the oh and by the way this is now a thing right now versus the this is going to be a thing as of next week you know having the notice to be able to plan that is uh you know helpful when possible right and of it's fun of course rosemary orchard would have as many computers as she does outfits um that's that's, that's <laughs> i mean i might awesome. have had a few more outfits it it was it was one of those things though where i was looking at it going well if i get chocolate on the dress and the jeans i kind of don't have anything to wear <laughs> uh, so <laughs> yeah actually that was one of the first things that i ended up putting on my to-do list and i went and i did that immediately i went and <laughs> bought more clothes um because i i just knew that you know living like that was not going to work and i needed to get some more stuff unfortunately i've been intending on buying some new clothes anyway just not at that precise moment in time so i just you know went to a clothing store and my parents were like eh, you could probably get some stuff posted over and i'm like no i'm just going and buying things right now i do not want to be stuck in the same two outfits for the next however long this takes and uh, spoiler it was a uh, it, it was four months before i could go and get my stuff so i'm <laughs> glad i went shopping Right. Well, I, and that's, that's wild to be like caught completely out of context, um, in this situation. For me, um, I was caught entirely in context, which, which was I fortunate question mark. Um, but I think in that first period of pandemic life, everything was absolute crisis and crisis management because in my, in my worky work, I work for corporate communications and boy, oh boy, did we have a lot of things that we needed to communicate all of a sudden, right? About restrictions and how to enable a whole bunch of people to work from home and how to help people feel informed and supported and help keep teams together and so on. So in a way, my productivity systems um, kind of disappeared and that was kind of okay because everything everything was just moving from one crisis to another. And so I didn't need to like pause and go and look at my list of, okay, what are the things that I could do now given my available energy and context and time of day and so on? Like whatever I needed to do was being thrown at me or I was being thrown into in every moment. So I didn't have to do all of my typical like productivity and workflow, which was kind of nice actually, um, I think. Um, I mean, I, I certainly I had enough other work, uh, to do about like actually doing the work, um, that, mm-hmm. that, you know, managing a system on top of that would have been, uh, a, a fool's errand and B just more work that I couldn't do. Um, but as someone yeah. who has, you know, really treasured and, um, been ingrained with, you know, habits and, um, activities around, you know, system management, uh, that was a really different way to operate. Um, and I think while it was sort of freeing and, you know, kind of enjoyable at first, because I didn't have to think about that, you know, once the crisis part of things started to wane, then I started paying a really significant price for that because here I am now, you know, two or three months into a pandemic and I have no real operating system in place for myself anymore because it's just gone. Yeah, that was it for me as well, because as well as landing in another country and, um, you know, not having clothes or my ideal, you know, work devices, things like that. I, uh, I, I, my project was put 
basically on hold while people decided whether or not we could possibly go ahead with it. And this was something that I have been working on full time for six months at this point. So I didn't really have anything to do. So for the first day, I basically sat there twiddling my thumbs, um, working from home going, well, I mean, I guess I could uh, fire up the Windows uh, partition and see if Solitaire is still installed. Hmm. Um, you know, would that be a productive use of my time? And so I, 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 you know, I, I did check my system and I was like, okay, well, refilling stapler, staplers in another country, um, emptying the shredding into the recycling that's in the office another country uh context is is key here i can't do any of this stuff and then um fortunately towards the end of the day of course typically i spotted an opportunity um to to help out on a project that i previously been working on which suddenly had become exceptionally important to multiple departments because they realized that wait email is is maybe not the greatest productivity system. We need to know if something's already been handled instead mm. of answering the same inquiry, you know, 15 times um, because we've got 15 people handling this right now. Um, maybe we should use a ticket system. Um, and that was my previous project. And, you know, the people who were on that are great people, but they just didn't have the manpower to sit and do everything. And being fluent in that system, I I said, do you need a hand? To which it was like, yes, please. Yeah, we'll take a hand. And so I just dove in and, and helped out and started running training sessions and things like that, um, which people, you know, really appreciated. But I was basically going, okay, what's on fire? How can I, you know, make this be less on fire for the first good couple of weeks um, until somebody made the decision that actually my project would go ahead with a modified uh, delivery date and, uh, you know, it was all hands back on deck over there. But if you could probably still keep a hand over on this deck over here, just in case they need something. So I, I got split out uh, between between projects, but it was definitely an interesting time. And I'm sure, you know, for a lot of people that will feel familiar with you know, suddenly it's everything needs to be done or there's, you know, a kind of crickets where you're just mm -hmm. sitting and waiting to find out, you know, what happens next. And then, you know, and that's been very much a cycle that I've seen. It's been, this has to be done now. Absolutely critical. Everybody doing this. And then, yeah, we're just going to sit and wait. <laughs> and I've seen that mm -hmm. come and go again and again and again, just because it, you know, I, I, I think a lot of companies uh, have struggled with the transition to remote work and keeping people in the loop. Because if you're if you're in the office in person, um, then then you pick up on things. You know, you overhear a conversation in the corridor. You notice people going to meetings, and you realize that everybody else in your team is in a meeting, but not you. And then somebody says, "Actually, no, we did mean to invite you because everybody in in your area of the office is not there." And they realize that mm. you you are there, and so they come and they grab you. Doesn't happen in online meetings, and and that was definitely something that. I realized, you know, I was being missed out of the loop on certain things, not intentionally, just, you know, accidentally. And, you know, and then finding out about things very last minute. Um, and so it was a case of, yeah, sink or swim. So I, I was there doing my best to uh, to swim and just, just keep swimming, um, as, as uh, I believe it was Dory would mm -hmm. say. Yes, yes, uh, she would. Uh, you, you brought up a really interesting point about... Um, you know, about um, people either, you know, maybe perhaps over or undervaluing um, things. And I think whether it has to do with like the transition, you know, of being in office or not in office, or whether it just has to do with all of a sudden everyone's who hasn't done remote work before, everyone's habits are gone and everyone's muscle memory about the way things work 
um, are no longer apply. And so I think that that was probably a, a big struggle uh, for many in terms of understanding um, how will I work now? And I don't mean necessarily um, like what tools will I use or what will my expectations be or what is the function of my job? I think, I think those things can stay relatively stable in a lot of cases. Um, but the way in which I interoperate with other people or collaborate or um, remember about, you know, time zones, or maybe I didn't collaborate with different people now because, because we're all distributed, you know, maybe, maybe there are other teams that I should work with uh, in new and different ways uh, and interesting ways because um, we're all equally separated uh, now. Um, I, I think that that was um, a lot for me to go through for sure, because talking about, you know, not having a, a really good system in place for my own things because I'm coming out of crisis. Now I also, I, I'm, I'm not just missing my system. I'm missing all of the ways in which I can generally expect to connect with other people. I mean, I've been remote for a long, long time, but a lot of the people that I work with have not. And so they're going through different things, which means they're, they're, they've got different things on their minds and they're maybe operating a little bit differently. And, and, and maybe some of their priorities have shifted either a little bit or very, very significantly as a result of the world in which we are now in. Um, and so the, I went through this period of being, feeling quite rudderless really w without a system mm -hmm. and without like a lot of uh, habituated norms in place that would normally support getting a system back in place. Um, that was a really rough period of time. Um, and then compounded with the fact that like my kids are not in school, they're, they're at home. And so my, my home habits are also wildly different. Like there, there is just nothing, there's nothing that I can lean on as like a touchstone to, to like help anchor me a little bit more. And, and that um, I found really, really difficult to, to deal with in terms of reestablishing the way in which the way in which I work, I will say that, you know, having a penchant for thinking about, you know, my phases of workflow and my own personal, you know, processes for how I, you know, uh, discover, you know, <laughs> collect, clarify, process, review, organize, do, um, how I, having a penchant for that kind of thinking was probably the only thing that kept me sort of afloat there. Um, uh, but I, there was no external context for that. It was just, it was just like, what can I do internally to try and think about things to try and give myself a touchstone to come back to. And, uh, mm -hmm. and so I, I, that, that sort of second phase of, of pandemic was, I, I, I call it sort of a transitional phase, um, of going from like crisis to like, what is this even going to be? Uh, but, but in, I mean, calling it transition is probably giving it more credit than it deserves where it should be just like, you know, kind of like mental aimless wandering a lot of the time, probably. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think, you know, not having like uh, that, that, that rudder, as, as you were saying, is definitely something that probably a lot of people experience just because things were different. In my case, I ended up in temporary accommodation, aka the spare room at my parents' place. And <laughs> originally I thought it was going to be a month or two. And then I was going to get my own place. That turned out to take six months. Um, and so, you know, I, I started and I went through, um, I believe three different home desk setups, um, to try and find something that would work for me. And I ended up sacrificing half of a, a, a walk-in 
wardrobe that wasn't really walk-in. Uh, it had sliding doors on the front um, <laughs> and turning that into a, a desk area that I could use and purchasing a monitor and things like that just because, you know, I realized, A, I was going to be working from home forever um, to start with um, and or at least for a very long time and, and B, um, I, I I spent a day um, on an office chair with a tiny, tiny uh, desk um, and uh, that was a day and then I spent most of the next day in bed going, my back and my neck really regret what I did yesterday. I should not have done that. Fortunately, the previous day had been a Friday, so it had only been a half day. Otherwise, it could have been much worse. So I, you know, I had to do all of that um, and then, you know, figure out that basically I was sleeping and working and relaxing in the same very small space for a while. And I'm sure a lot of people have discovered, you know, this this sudden merging of contacts where you things used to be very different. You would go here to do this thing and you would go here to do this thing and you would go here to do this thing. And then suddenly, you know, at least two of those have ended up overlapping Um I know my cousin is working on her breakfast bar in the kitchen and my mom is working, fortunately, in a spare bedroom um, that they have. Um, another room, not the one that I was sleeping in. That would have been very difficult mm. because we were both in meetings a lot, especially at the start. Um, um, but, you know, a lot of people are making do with, you know, the arm of the sofa or an ironing board as a desk um, because they don't <laughs> have anywhere else um, to, to make this work. And you know, I, I, I sympathize because, wow, that's got to be difficult. If you don't have a place to put a table, um, then, you know, it, it, everything suddenly feels considerably less stable. Um, and uh, I've seen enough news stories about ironing boards collapsing um, <clears throat> mid-meeting to, to believe that that's unstable in more ways than you might believe. Um <laughs> And it, it it's this merging of context as well that means that your brain doesn't necessarily feel like it switches off. And that's something that definitely took its toll on me um, as as things wore on. Because, you know, every time it was like, oh, maybe things are going to get better, it was like, eh, no, they're not. Um, you know, and now, now, fortunately, we're finally at that point. But there's definitely been times where it's like, oh, yeah, you know, things are going to get better. Um, we had some great weather over here in the UK last summer. So I spent some time quite a bit of time actually working in the garden. Um, fortunately, with the aid of a parasol to prevent both me and the MacBook from overheating, um, and I couldn't really conduct meetings outside, though I'm sure near my parents probably nobody spoke German, so, you know, mm. it probably wouldn't have been an issue. But for 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 logical reasons, I, I went back inside for that. But I spent most of the time that I could working in the garden because it was, there's a different space and I can be in it. Oh. Um, and, and that was incredibly helpful. You know, even switching between devices, you, you would think that that would help. But when at the end of the day, it's just a slightly differently shaped screen, which has got a different color border. It doesn't help all that much in the end. And so that context merging is something I struggle with. And I've been working really hard to try and and figure out how I can signal to myself that I am in different contexts. Um, and one of the things that I picked up, um, and it might sound really silly to some people, um, but it's something that I actually uh, kind of still have as a holdover from, from school here. Here in the UK, most people wear a school uniform. And so you put on your school uniform and go to school and then you come home and you change into whatever it is you want to wear. Well, I've not necessarily been wearing a work uniform, um, but I've made a point of like changing clothes between 
different areas of my life. So I'll, I'll work um, most of the time. I work until lunchtime and then I'll stop. I'll have lunch and then I'll change. And then I'm doing, you know, podcasting, screencasting, writing, that sort of thing. Mm. Um, and it's amazing how, you know, that can help you shift your mindset. Uh, for a while, I was getting by on tying my hair up or letting my hair down. But, um, you know, as as the weather has been improving, uh, that's that's not such a a, a nice thing. I've, I'm finding that I prefer to have it tied up most of the time. So I needed something a little bit more drastic. Um, and moving my desk to the other side of the room and back every day was going to be a lot of work. Um, so uh, I, I decided to to aim for clothes instead, just because, uh, you know, it, it felt better. And this way, it also means that I'm avoiding the trap that I'm sure everybody has fallen into at least once, which is... Uh, working in your pajamas um mm -hmm. and for me that was definitely not a good thing and that definitely did not help with the all the all the contexts are the same context issue that i was facing um and so this has helped me in more ways than i thought that's a that's a really good idea and, and i think the the lack of context switching too um brings to light very quickly like what is a practical solution and what isn't like practicality becomes a very very clear lens all of a sudden like you said you're not going to pick up your desk and move it back and forth every day but um having the having the 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 awareness of, of yourself to say you know what but i but i can change costume and and that'll that'll move me from being the me that is doing work to being the me that is blogging to being the me that is hanging out watching netflix and even if that does mean that i have to use the same chair for those things it's not the same me which is which is a really which is a really cool point of differentiation I think that yeah. Uh, yeah. as as I got into that sort of period, um, which I refer to as angst, um, you know, it's spending time being kind of rudderless with systems and with with folks who are still establishing, you know, their new habits too and their new ways of working, and and me too, right? Like all of us are. I'm not. I, I shouldn't try to sound like I'm pinning this on everybody around me had to had to change. I didn't. I I sure did too. Um, we're all trying to figure out, you know, our new habits and ways of working. And that led me to sort of challenge myself to say, okay, well then if I'm at this point where I basically don't have a system, what should my system be? And and doing a lot of exploration about that, you know, whether that's, you know, in apps or in the way in which I write notes with with my pens and notebooks or um, in the way in which uh, I write, you know, the the content that I'm even writing or 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 making, all of those things became up for grabs. And um, on one hand, I think that was a really great exercise to go through um, to be able to look at, you know, all of the things that I'm doing and say, what meaning does this have to me? And is there a better way of um, honoring that meaning than the way in which I've been doing things in the past and the way in which I've like sort of skidded by uh, until now. Um, but that was a lot of work too. Um, and I think yeah. I, and I think I just sort of ended up uh, doing all of that sort of meta system work on top of being, you know, rudderless and still creating habits and systems in how I work with other people and the work that I'm doing on top of, you know, still having elements of, of, of crisis, um, it, just exhausting. And it was just the, the, the whole volume of work and mind share that that represented, uh, just made me tired and ebbing between, you know, like sad and angry a lot of the time, I think. And so I, I, I feel like I'm starting to come out of that now. I feel like I'm now in a place where, you know what? Okay. I've, I've reestablished, my systems in ways that make sense reflecting 
the realities of my current state and ways of working. And I've, you know, put agreements together with more and more people that I'm working with about how we're going to work on stuff and, and, and what we do and that sort of thing um, that I feel like I, I'm starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel, but a, a year in, um, I don't know, part of, part of me feels like that shouldn't have taken a year. And part of me is amazed that it got sorted out at all. So <laughs> I don't know. I, I think really what it comes down to with a lot of this stuff is, you know, productivity is like, whatever that means, air quotes, productivity is kind of like the methodology through which I work through my own emotional management. But the real issue is my own emotional management, because it comes down to how, how well I feel equipped to deal with a given day when I get up in the morning and how ready I am to let go of that day or not when, you know, when I, when I go to bed at night or when I walk upstairs and have, have dinner with the family or, or, or whatever. And that's, those are those are the things I think that I am now thinking about the most is how ready am I for today and how ready am I to let go of today? Yeah, and I think, you know, your point about the system, yes, it might have been a lot of work, but I definitely found that I had to change my system because my system had been built around the way my life was and the way my life is is mm -hmm. not the way my life was. Um, and parts of it have changed permanently, parts of it changed temporarily. But if your system doesn't suit your needs now, then you've got to change it because you can't just change your needs in this kind of situation. Sometimes you can, but especially, you know, if it's, you know, your your system was built around, well, and actually, you know what, the way that I get food is when I leave work, I swing by the grocery store on my way home, I pick up the stuff and then I come home and I cook it and I eat and you're not going to the office anymore, then suddenly you need to figure out a different way of sourcing food and that sounds like a really silly example but that's one of the ways that i live my life mm -hmm. um and then for a while i was living with my parents and so groceries magically appeared in the fridge uh, you know not entirely magically I, I went out on the regular basis and we alternated between who did the shopping so that we could try to minimize exposure um and so on um, but, you know, there there was food there and, you know, other people were mostly in charge of things because my, my mom is somewhat proprietary about her kitchen. And so unless I was cooking the entire meal, it was get out of the kitchen um, and you can do the washing up afterwards, which I happily did because mm. it made life easier for, the, for her. Um, but it, you know, it was one of those things where it's like, okay, actually my system does not serve my needs now, which meant I have overhauled my system a couple of times, um, but I did not get to the point yet where I've thrown everything out of it and I'm, I'm going to put it all back in. But I am now at the point where I'm comfortable enough to say, you know what, I think that is actually going to be the next step for me. I'm going to take, I'm going to take everything out of the system and I'm going to build a new system um, with everything in it that I need. Um, and I will go through and I'll, you know, fortunately I use OmniFocus so I can just create a second database and have both of them open at the same time for this. Um, but this means that I, I, you know, I, I, I've realized that I suddenly have an enormous amount of work ahead of me, <laughs> but at the same time, it should then hopefully make me, make it easier for me to be productive. It won't make me be pr more productive. It will enable me to be productive. Um, and I feel like right. a lot of things have been disabling my productivity over <laughs> the last year. Um, but, uh, you know, and, and my system uh, now I can see that, you know, there are parts of it, which are definitely the problem here. Um, and therefore the, the correct next step is to, to change the system. 
um, to suit my needs. And, you know, as, as you said, sometimes, you know, the correct way to do this is with different apps um, and things like that. In my case, I'm, I'm going to stick with what I know um, because it works for me um, and I just need to change how I use the app um, or specifically the content inside of it and how it's structured mm-hmm. to suit my life now. Yeah. So that's that's my next step. Well, and I think it's kind of it's kind of like the the paradox of 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 grief, right? It would be it would be terrible if in the event of loss you weren't sad because that would mean that whatever you lost wasn't meaningful enough to be sad over. And so if if your system no longer applies um because of a massive change in context, that's kind of a good sign because that means that your system was tailored to your life because it should be. Um yeah, that means that when your life changes, you have to change your system too. Um but if you're thoughtful about that and mindful about how you do that, then that's that's a completely doable thing. It it does create work and it does create exercise. Um but it's work worth doing. And you and you can I so now I'm in this place too where I can recognize the value uh of a good working system because I have I have I have observed myself operate without it and understand what that means for me and how <laughs> really awful that is. Um, but I think, I, I think too, you know, I talk about emotional management because a lot of the, you know, this, this is what this ends up all coming back to for me is that I think there was probably a lot of, um, f- kinds of grief, uh, that, that went through in terms of the loss of my way of working and the loss of my habits and the loss of the way in which I could expect to work with other people and the loss of being able to go to a coffee shop and sit in it. And the loss of being able to like hug a friend and and like all of these various different kinds of loss that are that are some of them are are very obvious and some of them are kind of nuanced um but we spent a lot of year losing stuff, and so um you know being able to be in a place now where it's like okay i'm I, I'm able to manage myself against the realities of of where I am now um that's good that's good but it but it's a lot of process to get through to to get to that and and so um and, and so as 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 frustrating as things can continue to be uh because of the things that I continue to not have um <laughs> i you know, looking back over the last year and and being able to reflect on it with you rose it it it's still um internally so much better now uh than it's been over the last over the last um you know year of of (laughs) the last year of folder nesting the last year of living really (laughs) yes yeah and i think that's the thing you know i the the last year for me especially has been pretty much survival mode um and i've i've you know i've upended my life uh multiple times during this this period and that's okay that's that can be a good thing uh, wouldn't necessarily recommend it in a global pandemic for anybody who's hearing this for whatever the next global pandemic turns out to be. Mm, um, you know, it's maybe not the best time to try and restructure your life and move across the continent. Right. Um, but if you've got to do it, you've got to do it. Um, and on the one hand, it was a terrible idea. On the other hand, you know, there's never a perfect time to do this sort of thing. So I just did it when I when I could. Um, and I've definitely built some bad habits over the last year. Um, and that's one of the reasons why I'm, I'm redoing, you know, my system because I can see that I've got bad habits and I need to fix them. Um, but that's okay. You know, I'm, I'm reflecting and I'm looking back and I'm learning and I'm, I'm just trying to, you know, get, 
get to the end. Um, you know, whatever the end actually is, whenever the end actually appears, you know, we don't really know right now what that's going to look like and how that's going to be. And there, I think almost certainly won't be a complete end to this, but it's certainly, you know, things will eventually improve, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, we we just have to get to that point. Yeah. And even so. if it isn't an end, it's it's a, well, what's next? And just being sort of mentally prepared now to be able to say, okay, now I know how to pivot my life and my system. Like, what have I learned from all of this about myself, about my systems and my practices and my ways of working? How can I, how can I make sure that I don't lose sight of that experience so that the next thing, next time something, you know, upends my life, um, that I'm ready to put some of those learnings to use again, you know, what, in whatever, in whatever way swift change happens. We've had a, we did an episode about that kind of at the onset of this. Um, Mm. Uh, so how do, how do I make sure that, um, I guess I take something, I take really good things away from this experience and, uh, and maximize their value, um, by having them at the ready, uh, the next time any, any kind of big change happens. Yep. And I think, you know, we, we can look back and I'm sure everybody can see different lessons that they have learned, um, over this last year and, and probably into the next year as well, because, you know, certain things will have longer reaching changes than we might have otherwise anticipated. Mm. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, we're all still here. Um, you know, we've made it this far. So let, let's, you know, see now's a good time probably to have a cleanup spring is coming um you know here in here in europe the clocks are have just changed you know in, in north us it, it or northern america rather uh it's it changed a little while ago but you know the, the weather is finally improving and things are you know changing so it's it's a good time to have a clean out whether that be uh physical or digital things are looking up well i think that brings us to the end of the episode scotty yes it does I mean, it certainly gets us ready for what's next anyway. Yes. Yes. Which is two more episodes of Nested Folders because Woo! we are still going to be here every two weeks. Um, and of course, if you're, if you are one of our fabulous unnested folders members, then you do get that bonus episode every month, but you can find all of the information at nestedfolderspodcast.com about both how you can listen to this podcast on a regular basis and if you want to support us, which is as always greatly appreciated, then the information is there as well. Scotty, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, people may find me at heyscottyj.com, uh, where there is uh, a, a, a blog that I swear uh, will come back to life any day now, uh, but also links to uh, the things that I do. And But the, the, the most uh, uh, present way to find me is on Twitter uh, by the same name, at heyscottyj. Rosemary Orchard, where might people find you? Well, thank you for stealing all of all of what I was going to say there, Scotty. Uh, you can find me at, at rosemaryorchard.com. Uh, again, uh, the, the blog will be updated soon. There's been a pandemic. I've been struggling with things. Um, you know, things are getting better. Um, and uh, yes, of course, uh, you can also find me on uh, uh, Twitter and micro.blog by the username Rosemary Orchard. Does that make me a great artist now? Because I stole? Definitely. I'm a great artist. Yes. All right, then. Now Goodbye. What? No. <laughs> I don't it. know what I'm doing. Got it in one. Uh, every time we do this, every like, because every time we mess up the end, every single time, and I, I, every time I edit, I almost leave it in. I almost be like, you know what? I wonder if anyone even listens to this part. Maybe. Maybe not. It's a test.
Should but I it, click the stop recording button? Well, well, no. Uh, why don't I just say, well, it, uh, this has been great as always, Rose, and we'll talk to you again in a couple of weeks. Goodbye, everyone. There. Now I'm going to click stop recording.